How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 199. We've got big things scheduled for next week, presumably. At the time of recording, we do not have anything in particular scheduled for next week's episode. Uh, special guest this week, cartoonist Kyle Bridget. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to have you here. We also have Klaus once again. Thank you. Thank New you. episodes every Sunday. Every Sunday, classic emotion <laughs> on YouTube. It. Uh, when was the last time you uploaded an episode? Four months ago, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Every never, Sunday, and never once, never once has an episode ever came out on a Sunday, either. Not but a single the, time. But the banner on your page will say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Should switch to as Sunday as possible. Yeah. <laughs> then you can never be held accountable. What is Sunday really? Is if Sunday even real? I heard it's a construct, but. It's the construct designed to keep people down. But Kyle, thank you for being here. Excited to, to have a chat with you here. Um, why don't you tell people about what it is you actually do, what you have going on? Well, uh, I'm a cartoonist, illustrator, and educator based out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. I was a contributor to Mad Magazine for about three years until they stopped carrying new material. And uh, I have a show on YouTube called Canonically Crumb where I explore the comics and characters of R. Crumb's Crummyverse. And I also have a podcast called Potter Zeebie, where we explore comics and culture and just general nerd stuff through the lens of the Mad Magazine ethos. Awesome. And I, I you know, I, eat and breathe okay. and do other stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> so is the word like crumb, is that like their N-word in the Crumbverse? Crumb? <laughs> no, it's just the N word in the Crumbers. <laughs> he plays a little fast and loose. <laughs> I do a lot of uh, I do a lot of nervous laughing and uh, <laughs> explaining yeah. uncomfortable topics on uh, canonically Crumb. What's it, what's uh, yeah. what's it, like the the current topic of the Crumb? What's like the Crumb Diary I've, or the Crumb Crumbiverse? <laughs> <laughs> It's canonical. I call the it the Crummyverse. That's what I describe. I describe the uh, R. Crumb canon as, uh, and all the characters in it, and how they inter interrelate. Um, no one seems to be doing that. That's how, so I got to name it. So I called it the Crummyverse. And uh, my most recent topic was it was the second part of Mister Natural. Um, I tackle different characters and concepts sort of differently, uh, but then I think. Probably the next episode will be the Halloween episode, which will be in November, and that'll be on Nuts Boy. Is Mr. Natural like a a jacked crumb that's not using peanut oil to get jacked or something? Like He's like a weird little mystic. You know, picture the it guy like with a, the sign yeah, that says the end is near. Yellow with a big long white beard. Yeah, he's like a little little mm. tiny guy with a bald head and a beard. And he kind of dispenses wisdom, but he also is kind of base and, you know, has a lot of sex. <laughs> sort of seemingly scams people. With other crumbs, <laughs> he be bang, he bangs. With large large women. So he's a crumb women. and he's banging large women. Well, he's a crummy-verse character. Our crumb created him. He's like a little dude, a little mystic dude. He's the he's an ex-taxi driver from Afghanistan. <laughs> Oh, now I've got a good picture of him, dude. Now I've now I've got a crystal clear picture of what he looks like. Afghanistan <laughs> spelt with a ph. 
You've probably seen them. Like oh, if, yeah. if you, uh, if you don't think you've seen them, look like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wanted to. I was going to ask you is how you got started in you know like the writing and like the comedy side of stuff, like you know in everything. Like how where did you get started on this? What got you into it? Well, I've always been a cartoonist, um, but mm-hmm. Mad was really what got me into it as a kid. Mm-hmm. I uh, I read Mad starting at about six. Um, and I read it until I was a teenager and I kind of switched to heavy metal, you know, for the, the tits basically. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that really got me into it. I always liked cartoons and comedy and I've been a cartoonist since, you know, I was a little kid basically. And uh, I got into mad in, I think 2017, I just saw they were accepting submissions. So I put together like 10 strips and I just submitted a different combination of them every week for, you know, about two years. Then I got nice. in. So what is what is that like? Do you just, uh, do they just say, hey, we have a quota, like we need this amount of content, submit this, and we'll pick out of that amount? Or like, how is this working as a contributor? Well, now, now it's, uh, now they're not accepting anything. But it yeah. used to be that if you submitted by Monday... Uh, you would be promptly rejected by Friday and, uh, every now and again, they would, uh, they'd say, Oh, we like this one. We'd like to buy it. And I would submit like a sort of a rough draft, like a thumbnail. Mm -hmm. And so while I was at mad basically every week, every Sunday night, I would make about five comics, potential comics just as sketches and send them to them. And, you know, once in a blue moon, they'd buy one. I was in, I think every other issue basically. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I know my, my little brother has gotten really into Mad Magazine as of late. My dad will tell me all the time where he's like, yeah, it's either watching like Marvel movies, reading Harry Potter again, or Mad Magazine. That's and, very interesting because I teach. I teach kids. Mm-hmm. And like when I was a kid, you wouldn't find a kid anywhere who hadn't heard of Mad Magazine. But mm-hmm. nowadays, most kids haven't heard of them. Or heard of sorry I said him because my my kid always talks about my three year old always talks about Alfred E Newman but yeah in classes the, yeah most kids have never heard of it Scott, they're like oh is yeah. that a magazine from the nineteen hundreds you know <laughs> I mean nineteen fifty two I think is when it started <laughs> so I think that's right yeah. yeah started as a comic book and then mm-hmm. sort of when the Comics Code Authority came dude in, I'm I'm such an idiot to, uh, I've all day was thinking that this was the same thing as Mad TV. All day. I had no idea that this was a thing. I'm looking at it now like, oh, shit, I've seen this little cartoon guy. (laughs) I was thinking, dude, like on Mad, I'm thinking, I want to stick my balls in it. This is what I was picturing. This is totally different. Yeah. I mean, the skit show is. Yeah, I watched the first season of Mad TV when it came out, but when it was not about the magazine so much, I kind of never watched again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it, i mean it was uh what uh, there was what was the other sketch show that was on like right at the same time not snl but like there was another one on like almost right around the same time wait is kids you know kid kids in the hall was would have been in syndication yeah ways kids you know was was also around the same time yeah because i always viewed mad tv as like the more rough around the edges version of it and i can't remember what it was i was thinking of mad tv was like Crack what cracked is to mad, 
mm-hmm. like Mad TV was to SNL. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what it felt like. So do you get do you get these yeah, magazines or is this like a an app or something now? Well, so now it's, it's like this weird based. nostalgia brand. So you yeah. can buy it. It comes out, um, but it's reprints of old mad mad articles sort of mm. recycled. They just do like updated covers, essentially. Hmm. Yeah, more or less. And the, yeah. they have they have a new cover and they have a new fold in in the back. And every now and again, there'll be an article or something. But it's mostly recycled stuff. Hmm. But if you want to get into it, you should check out uh, archive.org has a ton of mad magazines and also crack magazines and other kinds of humor magazines. Sick, uh, uh, crazy, nuts. It's all on there. <laughs> yeah, they like the mo- I have the website up now. The most recent one is like uh, a Ken doll. Yeah, it's like the, the, the magazine covers essentially like the packaging for like a Ken doll. But it's it's got Alfred e. Newman's face over the Kendall's face. Yeah. My co-idiot Patrick, he has a show Mm -hmm. on YouTube called flipping through. And whenever a new issue comes out, I go on there and we do a review. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had before that, uh, I think that's Wednesday Adams. It's very small. I just have to pull it up. So I went to the first one they've got on archive.org and it's a bunch of kids hanging their bare asses out of a school bus. It says back to school (laughs) issue. And then the next, I think that's probably from like the early 2000s. Then yeah. the next page is Laura Croft with the biggest DSLs, even bigger than the actual movie. <laughs> what an what a yeah. different magazine! My goodness, I have never. It's fantastic. I I love that this Dude, is blowing this is you Laura Croft's I, I... tits are even even larger in this. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> now imagine. Now imagine, Klaus, if you were uh, like 10 discovering this magazine. I just probably have a very <laughs> small boner. That's well, there you go. <laughs> result, dude. But it definitely, it definitely, uh, it's formative. was formative yeah, for a lot of people. this is pretty fire. This would be fire, mm-hmm. dude, back in the day. If I was 10. This was way better than, yeah. I had, you know what I had, dude? I had the worst magazine ever. It was called like Scout Life or something. It was a Boy oh, Scout I magazine. Jesus. Boy Scout. Yeah. Did you get that at the dentist? Dude, it was. Let me see what this <laughs> shit was called. I think it would come in the mail. I was I in Boy Scouts in the mail. Freaking, yeah, Scout. Scout Life. This stuff was uh, the worst crap ever, go. dude. And I was in torturous freaking Boy Scouts. <laughs> and, dude, they would have. This was. It's just a really crappy mad magazine, seemingly. <laughs> Looking through this, I wasn't that like arts and crafts and stuff in there. Oh, there was like, wasn't that all was, types of stuff, camping stuff, articles about remember. like this the best Eagle Scout that month. Instead of like the centerfold mm. Playgirl, you had like the Eagle Scout of the month. Then they had like <laughs> uh, maybe like a little and had like a showcase on like, the coolest Boy Scout camp that year. You know, then it'd be like some advertisement for some shitty fire starter first aid kit bull crap and then uh there was some <laughs> there was uh comics in there then like in a wildlife article about like just like an animal that they would pick and you yeah. know just random bullshit <laughs> it was like an old men's magazine you know, it sounds, for children. sounds yeah, it was like a very old <laughs> a magazine for really old men but for 
boys instead. For old, oh, this is what <laughs> for I was old men who like yeah, boys. Yeah, for old men that like I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's scouts. You know, life, I bet you as a kid. Oh, highlights was fire, dude. I bet you. I bet you as a kid, you, you would have enjoyed that, though. You know, like you wouldn't have been. Oh as no, critical. dude! Kids just kind of eat Wait, stuff up. This... <laughs> it's called Scout Magazine now. It was called Boys Life back in the day, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> as I'm looking, I'm not like, <laughs> dude, Boys Life. What a shit there you fucking go. name. <laughs> Scout Boys Life. Scout me in. This is the one right here. I see it. Yeah. Scout me in. It's got a little cartoon. The ones with the real it. ones, like that Voyage oh. of a Lifetime right next to it. I probably had that one. <laughs> God. It's a magazine that you put on a list if you Literally. order. <laughs> they, well, I don't know. They probably thought oh, I was. Man. The government probably wanted me to have shit like that. Like, oh, it'll be a great contributed to the war knowing how to start a fire there you go yeah when i had to do some like uh land nav shit in the military the boy scout training definitely helped out more than the bullshit they fucking taught me in there so shout out Mm -hmm. to the troop 66 or whatever bullshit troop i was in do the boy scouts do they predate the hitler youth i believe so i i think they're it's i think it's in my head i have the the year like 1910 in my head for some reason. Okay. They're gone now, I believe. I think the Boy Scouts got like sued away. They were before they were before youth. Oh good. (laughs) Uh invented in nineteen Oh I was a year Uh, over. Yeah. Not getting no, that badge. Not getting that one. Is this, hey, dude, isn't that fucked how ingrained? Not getting the free. Isn't that fucked how ingrained some of that shit is in your head? That like, because it's like borderline religious. So they really. What did you actually do in Boy Scouts? I'm curious. I I was I went to Boy Scouts for like oh. three times, and it was the dude. Most I went boring stuff for ever. years. Well, we had the Pinewood Derby. We didn't do any outdoor. We had the Pinewood Derby, which I made the best Pinewood Derby car, and then this fucking cripple kid smashed it on purpose before the finals. And then he beat me with his piece of Oof. shit car. So, fuck him. Was he crippled before? Or no, did he, he was crippled. Vengeance? He was born <laughs> crippled. So I felt kind of bad, like, complaining. Okay. Like, he fucked with my car. Did you try and... No, I was like, he broke my car on purpose. And they're like, yeah, but he, like, could never walk or breathe correctly. So, he's like just the, uh, let the him have it. from South Park. Yeah, he's... Uh. No, he's more like... Remember on South Park, the lady they light on fire as children and then pee on her and then she's like riding around in that black thing and can't yeah. find it. she was more like that they just like leave yeah her in that the lady road exactly the well, they're like out. all right yeah <laughs> be like that then two beeps for yes one for no and the battery's dead and they're just think she's ignoring you. yeah <laughs> fine be, just stay here then yeah my boy <laughs> that one we we literally went they had us we did do a pinewood derby but then I remember like we did like arts and crafts where they had us go to some, we'd have like our groups and we went to this other kid's house and they had us take like Folgers coffee cans and make drums out of them. Oh, like we had that to wrap shit. them in like construction that shit. paper. We did that. Uh, and then I remember the, like one or two other times I went, it was just sitting there and like them talking to us. Yeah, there stuff. was like saying the scout pledge yeah, or whatever. The scout pledge. I was, like, it, I got go it got shitty. It got shitty. It used to be. 
we used to have a cool scout leader who every week it would be something cool. It'd be like, oh, we're going to carve soap sculptures. And you'd like make a moose out of soap, like a bar of soap. It was just my because he'd be like, oh, dude, I'll drop six bucks on a thing, a big thing of cheap soap. And every kid gets their own bar of soap. We're going to cut it up for the week. Hell yeah. Everybody tell your kid to bring in two bucks for the soap this week. And then it eventually became like more and more <laughs> religious and they kicked him out because he was an alcoholic, I think. Something like that. Or then then I, I imagine that's how a lot of scout troops well, one, with the alcoholic part. One of them one time I went we went on this one camping trip and like one of the leaders was like walking around in his tidy whities the whole time. This old man. Jeez. And I was like, Oh boy. So a couple years ago when the whole thing got blown up and me tooed by everyone saying they got touched by their scout leaders, I believed it. I could see that coming a mile away, dude. I, I would have rather had that. <laughs> Who the fuck any has taken those young over, boys out like, in the woods? Deal, deal with the idiot in the woods over like going to this kid's house and having his mom make spaghetti that has oh, like, yeah, flies in fucked. it. After it's getting like into the strainer. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it. I still get it's to burn skin. shit in the woods. You get to go. On the, we didn't get to do that at all. My little, my little brother. He's been in scouts for maybe five or six months now. They've gone on like eight or nine camping trips and stuff. I'm like, man. My, my scout leader sucked. Yeah, we went camping. All right, I got to know, though. I got to know, what, what was your rank when you left? Were you like... No, you no, I'd have That's to like look at one, the... What's above Tenderfoot? It's, let me look at the... Can you just lie? <laughs> a large boy. A large man, yeah. rather. Let me look at what they are here. Uh, where are the ranks? I believe I was a cat, lion, tiger, wolf, bear. Weeblos. No, I was past the weeblos. The, that's like uh, they I wobble. Think I was but don't a fall first down, right? class yeah. scout. I first class, I was a, nice. So you got your own bathroom and everything. It's the one I was two <laughs> away from eagle. Like that, there's like two. One right. Like if uh, if that's your senior year, I got to like sophomore. I did uh, a lot of the shit, okay. dude. I went and shot the gun. I did like a boating course for it. I did a lot of bullshit for that nonsense. Thinking back on it now, what a waste of time. Well, I guess not a complete waste. Could have been worse. <laughs> well, think about it. now. You can you can light a fire. You can I can a gun. Uh, just kind of pick up most things and and work with it. Like when in the military, they like drop you off into something and be like, anybody know how to drive a boat? Anyone know how to drive an LMTV? You'd be like, ah, fuck. I, they taught me stick shift in Boy Scouts, actually. Fuck it. I'll, I can take a shot at it. And can usually... We've got all these yeah, coffee cans. Can anyone make a drum? Yeah. That'd be <laughs> Josh's, dude. We've got coffee cans and we're bored yeah. out of our minds. Anyone have any idea? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, everyone has so, so much better experiences than I did. I was so miserable <laughs> there. I was like, this is the stupidest crap sucked, I've ever though. done. Uh, I... It we had this awful. one fat kid, yeah. and I called him fat one time, and he fucking cried to the leader, and they called my house, tried to make me apologize. And I was like, dude, I was telling the truth. <laughs> and wouldn't apologize. And when I said I didn't want to do it, they're like, eh, all right, never mind then. <laughs> well, he is kind of We fat, went to so. Canada, and we got completely <laughs> lost there. And this was before Google Maps. So uh, the lady that brought us, we, this big lesbian became our scout leader at one point after the alcoholic. This was on the downtrend of the of the troop, and uh, that's very progressive. Oh yeah, for the Boy dude, Scouts, we went I from 
we went from uh, the gay kid had a lesbian mom and she freaking took over after the alcoholic kind of got kiboshed. They shanghaied him. And uh, we were going to Canada and she has like MapQuest shit printed out. But we immediately get off course of that. And <laughs> we ended up at a nudist colony. This one kid's bag went flying off the trailer and she lost it. It was the same kid that I called fat. So he became fat and smelly over the course of that week because he had nothing to change into. By the time we finally got there, it was the middle of the night and downpouring rain, and nobody w- could set up their t- me and me and my buddy were the only ones who actually like went camping on our own time. So we set our tent up. We had a little two man tent. We set it up and we're good to go, quick. And they're like, "You got to help everyone else out." And I was like, "Fuck that, dude! I'm not doing that. I'm going to bed. It's too late. We've been up all day." And dude, we woke up in the morning to just the most disgusting campsite you'd ever see. Dude. It was like people had half put because <laughs> of the nudists together tents. There's just mud everywhere. At one point, they tried to start. Scout leader was there. Yeah, from, from years, years past, his tidy whiteies, dude. <laughs> it was just an absolute, <laughs> absolute fucking mess. So we've got lost there. See, that's way better. That's so much better. You know what I was probably doing at the exact same time? Helping my stepdad install an underground pool. <laughs> like, just stupid shit. Doing that, like cutting down trees. Like, I got put into like manual labor. You're over here oh, actually going but to, like, to Canada, pay to camp raise shit. money for the shit. We would do manual labor. We would rake yards to get money. Uh, we'd mm-hmm. shovel to get money to go. Getting paid. We. Not, but not dream. even getting. We wouldn't get the money ourselves. We'd have to. It'd be through the I, Boy I Scouts. It, yeah. It'd be like show up to this park. We're gonna pick up trash for fucking all day on Saturday, and then mm-hmm. that would get us two hundred dollars enough to pay for like one kid worth of Boy Scout camp that year. It's called community yeah. service. Dude, we did so much. <laughs> it's what they make so you do much community crime. service as a Boy Scout. More, way more than, oh way God, more than when I got put on probation. I was like, dude, we're doing way less on probation than when I was a Boy Scout. This is insane. <laughs> oh man! God, did you do uh, Boy Scouts or anything like that as a kid? Me? No, adult? I did nothing. I was no, on a bowling league shit. for a couple of years. Did you have a sweet shirt? Like Eleven. No, you didn't get a shirt, and it was bullshit because I was in this small town, and so they had this bowling league where just like any age and anyone could join. Mm-hmm. And I was like the only kid <laughs> there. Most people were in their like forties <laughs> and fifties. <laughs> and you know what you'd think you know you got like an 11 year old bowling on your your team uh you think you would give them like any amount of <laughs> advice or <laughs> tips or anything no no one had any interest in like improving me at all it was all just a numbers game you just had to show up and you know roll your handicap and they didn't care i mostly ate french fries <laughs> it was like the opposite of athleticism <laughs> That's pretty good. Dude. You can make a comic of that. You know what? I've, I've, I don't think I've ever bowled over one twenty. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Probably. I, yeah, I'm not. I that. suck at bowling. <laughs> I've spent more time at a bowling alley bar than the actual lanes. You know. That's what I did. I mostly I would I do draw cartoons. Basically, I'd go roll my my ball and then I'd go to the the lounge and draw cartoons and eat mm. French fries because they had. The last time I went bowling. Oh, yeah, yours might be better. But we also, I'm also from a small town, and small towns and trashy bowling alleys are like fucking peanut butter and jelly, dude. They're just hand in hand. 
so you know that's the nicest bar in town was the bowling alley (laughs) (laughs) it really had like a moe's tavern kind of vibe to it it was very much a bowl like a bowling bar you know had kind of had a big marlin on the wall and it was all you know the same sort of like padded booths that hadn't been everything was it was like crushed velvet or something from the the 60s when they they built it that's how that's ours last time we went it the one we went to in in town here is under like the like they have like an old moose building so it's like a community building essentially and lodge or something yeah yeah and so it's under it's downstairs it's just all like led light strips essentially there's no exterior lighting because there's no windows and so we're (laughs) in there and it the lane is just not level like every lane is just off. You you roll the ball. You have to go to the left every single time because the ball would always roll to the right. So you have that to deal with. It was so obnoxious. You have that. And then I got so frustrated because every time I like every other time I would do the thing where I'd step a little bit too far forward and it would beep because I step over the line and I would get so angry to the point where I'm just throwing the ball as hard as I can without a care in the world as to what I actually hit. It was an absolute disaster. And uh, I remember making fun of the people we were there with was my girlfriend's uh, best friend and, and that girl's uh, husband. And even though they're married, I kept making fun of them because they pay for everything separately. And it was like $4 <laughs> to go bowling. And he's like, all right, I'll get mine. You can get yours after me. I'm like, you, you can't spend $8 to pay for both of you and your <laughs> that's wife. Insane, dude. <laughs> that's that's the weirdest part. You know, at least for appearances, yeah. right? Like... Give each other the money <laughs> yeah. beforehand. That's insane. There was a time where we were working out after just her, and she got like upset because I paid for her dinner because it was just my, myself, my my girlfriend, and then her. And I went up, paid for everything. She's like, "Why would you do that?" And it's like you can't comprehend the idea of somebody paying for your meal. It blew my mind. But yeah, I remember I when I was uh, a teenager, we used to smoke mm-hmm. a lot of pot, right, and. So, you you know, it'd be take a puff and pass it. You just kind of pass it to the next person in a circle. Sometimes you'd have a giant circle, like 50 people in a park or something. But there's this one group of like teens that we hung out with and they didn't do that. When they'd roll a joint, they'd be like, okay, who put in, you put in $2, you put in $1. Okay. So you get two puffs, (laughs) you get one puff. Okay. I get, I get rollers rights. And you'd pass them a joint, they'd be like, uh, uh, I didn't I didn't put anything in on yeah, this. Yeah, man. It's I, fine. Just just take a tote. Uh, can I give it to this person? Can they have it? We grew up in that <laughs> post-2008 economy, dude. We we definitely were counting who the fuck threw in on that joint at that point. <laughs> if we didn't like you, it was like, get the I hell out of here. I, knew, I wish there were 50 people in my town. <laughs> that sounds ideal. I mean, like 50 other people to talk to? Oh. This was a different town. This was when I was a teenager. It was a little bit bigger. Yeah. Uh, I lived How many people did you graduate nowhere. with, Josh? And uh, we had I so I went to school in a different place than where I grew up in. So my graduating class was 108. Mm. But I I lived I think I've talked about it on the show before. Like my bus ride to school. Yeah, was an hour there was and a half kids long. like that in my and school. I, Fuck. Yeah, it was miserable. It, it would take us an about an hour, roughly an hour, to get to the t- nearest town to a grocery store. That's smaller than my house. What the fuck? It was. How was a bus was, driver? What's that? How was a bus driver? I don't even remember the bus driver. If I'm being honest, it's probably I have no. 
no memory. Either it's good. either really That's good or really bad, dude. Either that or it's your brain is just refusing to let you remember when he touched you on that bus. Yeah. I think it, if you I, have strong feelings you. about your bus driver as a kid, I think there's a, a stronger possibility that's negative. The only bus driver I remember was when I lived in town. This is when I was in like second grade, maybe first or second grade uh, is the only bus I remember because it was this old woman. I'm talking like she had to be in her 60s or 70s, like older, heavier set woman, white, white hair. And uh, these two kids were getting into a fight, like like actually punching each other at, at the bus stop. And uh, she's like, you two need to stop. And that was, she just kept telling them that they needed to stop, wouldn't intervene in any way. And these two kids are just beating the shit out of each other. And this, this old woman couldn't intervene uh, until like a group of parents got up on the bus and they're just like, all right, break it up. And the kids are like, oh, an actual adult is here. Not a fucking <laughs> senile old woman. Yeah. Listen, kids, kids are... Uh... They're bloodthirsty. Like you can't let them see a sweat, you know? Yeah. It, yeah. I remember the, uh, it all started because the one kid was spitting on my friend and her brother was like in the back of the bus, saw it and just came up, didn't say anything to the kid. And the kid just looks up at him. and just starts Hell punching yeah. him in the face. And just, it, just <laughs> into like a, it just turned into like a ground. Yes. And they were all stuffed up by the end of it. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't summer obviously, but it was like May or something. And you know how like the in the middle of the seats or in the middle, like, yeah, in the row between the seats, it's like that metal sort of grate sort of floor. I don't know how you would describe it, uh, but it was like for kids to have like traction as they're walking through the bus. And so they're just scraping all over that and their arms are all scraped up and bloodied up. It looked like they had been in a much more serious fight than they actually were, but there were children that didn't know how to fight. So in reality, they're just mm. flailing around. <laughs> but well, was, they should be armed. Yeah. And then they we should have, have weapons, problem, right? If, guns. If had guns, it yeah. would have been one shot fired. The kid's quiet. If anything, that old lady in the front should have had a gun. She could have the problem them is, if you're on a bus, time. you're up close. You're up close and personal, so you need like a melee weapon. Because if you give these kids guns, they're mm. going to be too close. You know, the kid with like a sharp ruler is going to come out on top. That's why That's the bus true. driver's That's armed true. up, and she just puts them both down right there, set set an example <laughs> for the other children. There you go. Then you have no exactly. more trouble on your bus. Restore That's order. Being a bus we driver. haven't been restoring order at all lately. Things have gotten entirely out of control because we refuse to restore order on the bus, in the classroom, anywhere, really. You go anywhere, it's no order at all. Nothing. People just jump in front of you at lines. They don't even... You ever go to a 7-Eleven? How do you even have a line there? It doesn't go horizontally or back into the aisle. There's absolutely no order. That's how, it. You how know, it starts starts on the transit and how people treat each other, and then it ripples up until it gets to the leaders. And you know, how armed are the teeth for your the kids at your school? Do they have weapons on them in school? In here, I'm in Canada, so no, we all yeah, got at least in Nova Scotia. <laughs> no weapons. Park boys. <laughs> That's where they made. We had a uh, we had kids with actual like throwing stars. Uh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> she go to uh, there's I have go a to story about feudal that, Japan. There, there was a kid <laughs> with just a, he had a sharpened flathead screwdriver to where fuck? he like whittled down the the edges, so it was just a straight yeah. point. That's a shiv, uh, dude. Yeah, there, there's kids. We had metal shops, so like kids would make like oh yeah you know crappy little knives and stuff like that but yeah it was there's always something the kid with the the screwdriver uh he had this girlfriend she broke up with him 
and I forget how long the time in between he asked her to prom and she said no. And so he pulled out the sharpened screwdriver and said, no, we're oh. going to go to prom. And then he away. And so after class, she just told the teacher and he got in trouble and the police came in. I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Like, oh, I'll just threaten her. And then everyone will forget <laughs> this ever happened. So though he got arrested. I think I think she did the right thing, to be honest, <laughs> in that situation. <laughs> what? Yeah, Not just go was, to what a snitch uh, suit. She should have just went to the dance hall. <laughs> Maybe he was just trying to show her, like, like, look at how what a good yeah. craftsman I am. I can provide for think, you. Think of how well I can protect you with this sharpened screwdriver. <laughs> what a fucking, uh, you know, in a different era really, that she would have gone to problem with really threatened. What a fucking <laughs> Yeah, there's that. The kid with the throwing stars. I forget how he had like a backpack full what? of them. I don't know where he got them from. The flea market, uh, dude. Yeah, they were Yeah, they were <laughs> It's just yeah, it's uh oh what I can't remember the name of the South Park episode. Fun with but weapons. Yeah, it was Fun with Weapons, yeah. Someone's gonna end up going to the vet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they were he was arguing with some other kid in class about I don't even know what. And he pulls open his backpack and grabs like handfuls Jesus. of them. Like one he has like both hands are full of them, which is not how you hold throwing stars. It's the worst way. You can't just throw bundles of them at a time. I mean, it looks uh, cool brandishing them. I guess. But he, just, he pulls out like a dozen throwing you know, stars the, and just holding them. The That's too many. That's too many. The trouble. only kid that used the weapon at my school was his parents owned the thrift shop. This weird guy, dude. He's a weird kid. And he would do like Aikido. In the gym, is that what he does mm. in Roadhouse when he's just doing all those poses and shit? He he's it doing all be. those poses and shit from fucking Roadhouse, and people bullied this kid relentlessly. Well, <laughs> this one kid, he went away to juvie for a year. He went back. He went to juvie for a year, and when he came back, he was like, "I'm gonna beat the fuck out of that weird kid." <laughs> and then him and this, the uh, him and like two or three other kids were like. Yeah, dude, fuck it. Uh, we know he'll he he'll be at his parents' store after school. He works there, so he was out back sweeping, and they fucking cornered him. And he snapped. The way the story goes is that he snapped the fucking broom in half and whipped the shit at all three of them with the double, like ended like two. What do they call that when it's the two basically batons? That's how they. That's how the people um, tell. That's how I've heard it. Anyway, the story goes as far as that. Do you think that's grown the legend of that? Well, the one the broom kid? dude, you fought off all thirty was, of them. A, two or three, and <laughs> and the one dude that was there was was pretty fucked right up. Yeah. He, one kid got pretty fucked up by it, and I think he had like it got out because another kid. It's a small town, so another kid's mom was like the insurance agent. That had to process the claim, mm -hmm. and it was like, dude, he fucking whooped his ass with the. We had to with register the broom. his no, weapon, right? Yeah. Right, we're back. Another little hiccup there, Klaus. You were telling us about how this this young individual fought off. I, I think you said 180 ninjas. It was, with I think it was rifles and swords. I think it was two, might have been three, people. But yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist Basically of the story. Yeah. I don't even know. There should be a really. statue to this kid in the it's town. Been so long, they should, dude. There's nothing else fucking ever happens. It's there. just him Instead, there with broken no, the broom handles in either hand, with a bandana on. The only shrine, like the, standing. Yeah. the only shrine to someone they have there is the kid that went missing in like 2014. 
Right when you walk in, yeah, right when you walk in, the, or go right, right when you drive into town, there's a big like missing thing for him. Hmm. That's pretty much. Well, you know, there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of controversy over statues these mm-hmm. days, and you know, I think that's the solution. Is just everyone should get a statue. If you're just mm. making statues of everyone, yes, then you wouldn't have that problem because you wouldn't be like, oh, why are we selecting this one like monster that. from history to have a statue? To get a statue made of yourself. I'd put up a statue well, in my, I, in my yard. You should do statues of other people. I think it's a little it's a little pathetic to make a statue of yourself. I, don't care. I would do it. I'd love a statue of myself so much. We could do is make it under like an alias. It would be perfect, dude. I'd, I'm the perfect statue body. You know, I match those those Your Greek statues. You know, those Greek <laughs> statues with just the chiseled bodies. Yeah, I look just like that. Small dick and all, dude. <laughs> missing just missing tiny little the, the ones with the, the tiny <laughs> those the statues with the tiny little penises yeah that's me well that was the that was the ideal the the ideal of beauty at the time yeah. they like the little ones is that yeah i don't know what was is that really what it big was ones are funny though they thought the big ones were funny yeah yeah so if you see a lot of statues like from the sort of like classical period yeah, yeah small Mind penises were with, sort of yeah. idealized for the most part. And if you see big penises, it's on like sort of grotesque statues where they're sort of meant to be humorous. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. I, need, I need to get a bronze statue or like a marble one. That's how you go. The smallest penis I've ever seen on a statue. It was on a wooden statue. I mean, proportionally to the body, mm. um, but it was on a wooden statue in Uffizi gallery. And it was of Jesus, I think, from some some time in the early medieval period, and it was very, very small. Dude, how do you ha- how did you have that in your brain? <laughs> well, we're talking about stat- penis statues. I'm a big fan of uh, classical art. <laughs> uh, you knew the exact fucking gallery that the smallest penis statue was in, dude. Well, I have an arts degree. I don't know if it's the smallest. Yeah. It's only the smallest I've seen. <laughs> well, you, you haven't seen my statue yet. Yeah, you haven't seen any pictures of me whatsoever. Dude. There you go. You could go for Guinness, the Guinness record. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah it, That's what your statue could be for. Oh, there we go. And then when people complain that I, you know, it seems arrogant that I make a statue myself, I'll be like, it was for the record. <laughs> it's yeah. Posterity, yeah. As but that's what you say. Look, I was look at the size of the penis. Player. I didn't exaggerate it. Obviously, yeah. I would obviously love I'm, it. Uh, You're myself. I would love it so much if it was a social norm that, like, the man of the house, there was a statue of him outside. Like, imagine a statue <laughs> of your dad outside of this fucking domicile. In his underwear, mowing the lawn. Yeah, dude, that'd be so sick. I'd go for that. Light. I'm a father. That'd be exactly, a great way yeah. to know like which houses to rob. Like, oh, that guy, I can take yeah. that guy. The problem is guy. I rent, so I'd have to move it constantly <laughs> yeah. every time I moved. <laughs> no. I would, I would just have them destroy it. I wouldn't allow anyone else to have it, but I couldn't be bothered to move it. So I would have it destroyed and then have them rebuild a new one, uh, just to you know keep up to the times of like what my current look is. You know, I think that would be the sort of standard for that now that you mentioned it. You know, I shave, so I have them come in, destroy it, and put a, you know, really clean. <laughs> Mine clean is face. definitely going to be more jacked than my I'd do a Chia body. one so that I could have different facial hair. You know, oh, you make oh, it oh that's Chia. a good idea. That yeah, is a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> now that's something from know. the like sixties. It stuck around. <laughs> Isn't that still old? around? Yeah, I, I don't know when it came out. Maybe the seventies. At least the seventies. I, I see those all the time. I saw world, the other day. Dude. I just think about Wayne's World when I think of the Chia Pet. They're way older than that. Uh, Nineteen seventy-seven. There you go. I thought it would be older than seventy-seven, but they're, they're pretty like, old. Some of these look like crap. They had not figured it out at first. So many shitty ones, dude. The Scooby Doo one of Shaggy. Like Terrible. some of these are like the ones you expect, where it's you know like fuzzy hair on a character, or whatever. The one I'm looking at, if you go to the Wikipedia for Chia Pet, it's this alligator, and it's just got like strands of it coming out. It's terribly maintained. I've never seen like a well maintained Chia Pet. Well, They're why an alligator? Like. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's I like know. They, you know, just know they ran out of other shapes, and they're like, "Well, here's a chia lamp. Here's a chia." <laughs> it's probably the thick. worst possible example they could have put on the Wikipedia. I need to contact. Yeah, not a uh, lot of hair. Yeah, very little hair on alligators, uh, believe it or not. You want like I an need... elephant, so you can make like a woolly mammoth or something. You know, oh, you want something it, where it makes sense to grow hair, and there's an illusion. I'll, I'm going to contact Lane Raspberry, guy I had on the show uh, the other week talking about wikipedia have him update the image dude is the chia pet made with the same chia seeds that they fucking put in the in the tropical smoothie smoothies when they charge Maybe you they up put ass, like an extra two dollars for chia seeds so they the probably put a little shit? poison on them so you don't eat them mm. that is the absolute worst chia pet that's what i mean dude right on the wikipedia they have a shittily grown chia pet it's not a very well maintained one yeah, at that's all. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It looks terrible. There's one I see I a Chia Pet. They're not easy to maintain. The one of Obama was way better, dude. That the makes Obama sense. one? Yeah. Can you do I'm a looking at this Obama one. It looks like just hair. Uh, I went into Google no just to look at it. They have one for Bart Simpson, which doesn't really make sense because he's just dude, the same got a spiky head. Uh, it, that's also horribly maintained. It looks dead. Do they have erotic Chia Pets? Ooh, that could be a that could be an untapped market. Ooh, that, what's gonna happen, Klaus? Is we're gonna get started on this, and they're gonna take down our store again, dude. That would be <laughs> that's our luck, dude. You get like the naked lady shape, like a shapely naked lady, but the bush grows mm-hmm. for a cheap, yeah, dude. And you could sort of pick which sort of era of sort oh of yeah, big grooming. Oh wait, no, prefer. that's Bart Simpson. I thought that was a pair of tits. <laughs> <laughs> it's the oh, eyeballs. <laughs> the I weird see eyeballs looking out of different directions. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a dude. They've got a bunch of them. Is this it's, the guy that used? Not awful. Oh my god! There's a David Hasselhoff one. <laughs> Who has this? Google image certs. <laughs> Sixteen dollars, and you can have this, dude. It's it's remarkable the change in uh, like things that are acceptable as toys nowadays compared to like where they were like i remember when i was a kid people were obsessed with like furbies and shit like yeah no one wants that would bullshit. hate that he'd be like what is this this is the stupidest thing ever i didn't even want that bullshit when i was a kid dude even my era just a few years younger than you was over that bullshit dude if it didn't have a sword and it wasn't electronic get the fuck away from me with it at that point yeah. Or you know, a I, I have a three-year-old, and we look at Garbage Pail Kids. I got a Garbage Pail Kids book, and he loves them. So let's look up these. I think all those gross. Isn't that toys, from Always Sunny up. in Philadelphia? Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was a card series uh, in the '80s. There was like a parody of 
Cabbage Patch Kids. That's a good, and there was a there was a terrible kids. movie too called Garbage Pail Kids, and they're all kind of gross uh, versions like of trading cards and stuff. Uh, it's a toy. Well, it was a card set. Trading it was cards, like you buy yeah. these little collectible cards. It'd be like if you were buying baseball cards or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you can still do that actually, but you, they come in a little pack. They have gum. They'd have different series, but Garbage Pail Kids was one of them. Yeah. Also, Mars Attacks was another one. Mm. Yeah, yeah it, dude. It, if I'm if I'm a modern kid, I'm saying, give me that goddamn iPad right now. Get these cards away from me. Experience like going to a toy store anymore? Like that was huge around like the holidays when I was a kid. You would just we'd go to Toys R Us and we'd go in there and be like, oh my god, look at all this awesome stuff. And we'd run around, play with everything. We'd have we'd load it up with like Nerf guns, or whatever. And then they have like a little area with like video games. We'd be loading up on everything. Yeah, wow. I didn't even really do. I mean, we went to toy stores, but nothing like too crazy for too long like that. It wasn't like an event. It would just be <laughs> around like Christmas time. We'd go once for like get stuff for Christmas, and we'd throw a bunch of stuff in the in the cart, and then my mom would walk me to the car while my grandfather would like take care of everything inside. And then I wouldn't know exactly what I got because he would put a bunch of shit back. <laughs> and then Christmas would come around and I'd be like, oh, this is he he kept this one or you know, whatever. Oh, he got this. Like they would my mom would like be picking out extra things that no like knowing I would like that and then put that in the cart after like I wasn't paying attention or whatever. Dude, I'm probably gonna be a shit father because I don't even think I'm gonna get my kids toys like that. I think I'm gonna have them on the iPad, get get them right on that cocoa melon. <laughs> Playing them right in front of the cocoa melon. Oh, I hate cocoa melons so much. Then I once they're it. once they're suitable to work, dude, they're gonna learn how to solder. <laughs> they're gonna learn how to solder, and they're gonna and then we're putting them to work. God, well, I support your pro soldering policy, but I oppose your pro cocoa melon policy. <laughs> see, see, dude, that's why you can't have it perfect. All right, you know, this is like where it's like, damn, I want the legal weed, but I want the legal guns too. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You fucked me. I'm fucking. I'm, well, we've got both here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, dude, do you ever. You ever watch- so, buying weed's like going to the bank now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's yeah. really. They take all the joy out of it. They, yeah, yeah. They, they don't want you. They don't can want you to have any it? kind of culture around it. You can grow it, but every basically every landlord has like no growing weed policy. So unless you own a house, you you can't really grow it unless you can keep it secret. Hmm. I guess I got to move up there, even though I don't use it. <laughs> uh, you ever watch Tro? You ever see Trailer Park Boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's shot yeah. around here. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, you said Nova Scotia. I was like, dude. I used to see Julian a lot. The guy who plays Julian, because mm-hmm. I lived on this busy corner in Halifax called Pizza Corner, and he'd park there. He always had like a big Hummer or something. <laughs> see some other ones around you know he'd have like a giant you know i don't know the cars but it'd be like a big like looks like a military vehicle but with spinning rims and stuff probably a hummer <laughs> you'd also see uh mr Leahy around and he was always Ooh. actually drunk r.i.p i can't remember his name but he had he owned a uh like a, a film company called like salter studios or something so you'd see him around but he was like known to be a real drunk <laughs> <laughs> Damn, his YouTube channel was just him like building things out of cement before he died. Well, good on him. He had like this cement, he had like a cement hobby YouTube channel. It was pretty good. R.I.P. 
Man. He showed up at an art battle I was participating in, but then they wouldn't let him in for free. And so he like made a stink outside and then left. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. If I'm going to an art battle and I'm Jim motherfucking Leahy, let me the fuck in. You know, they probably would have, but they had capacity issues at that location. So I think they would have had to kick somebody out. <laughs> fuck them. Kick them out, dude. I'm Jim Leahy. What comes well, around is all around, Rick. You don't wanna you don't wanna leave a bad taste in someone's mouth for uh for Mr. Leahy. <laughs> He'll, he'll, I mean, he'll stab you in the back in the end. Dude, if I'm there at the thing and I'm seeing him have a hard time, I'm going, whoa, whoa, <laughs> the fuck we doing gotta, here? Are you trying to start a shit storm, bud? I've <laughs> got a friend of a friend here who lives in a trailer park and he plays a keytar in a Mega Man cover band. <laughs> That's pretty, <laughs> pretty incredible. It's called a Mega Band. <laughs> That's pretty sick, dude. Yeah. Trailer culture is real out here. And I think that show really captures the sort of Canadian spirit of like oafishness and scheming. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's the Canadian spirit. It's like we're going to steal grills and then blow it all at the union. Yeah. The the Legion. That's what they call it. The Legion. (laughs) Oh yeah. The Legion. (laughs) Take your hat off there. You'll be, you'll be buying a, you'll be buying a round, eh? Vic, I was drinking bo- or I was eating bologna and drinking at the Legion. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only culture I have around where I live is is Amish people and Mennonites. It's not exciting in the slightest. We got trailer culture for reels down here in Florida too, dude. Mm. I they you keep telling me you want to buy a whole trailer park, and I want my own trailer park. <laughs> Dude, if you went in half with me, we could do it. We we I have we would have enough money to do this. And this it, is what trailer park boys should do: is they should go to different trailer parks and mm-hmm. get like a new setup with new characters mm-hmm. and produce a similar sort of show. The characters I, that sort of fit that vibe. You know what? I would do this if we could get like TLC to like sponsor a show for us. Like, just have them make a show where it's just us as the slumlords. Dude, and it's like fuck a that. We make our own show. We're not giving them a piece. Fuck yeah, they, I, I would much prefer to have them do all the work for me where I just get production. to show up and be a slumlord. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do it. We could, we could definitely, we could set it up in a way that TLC would have to give us a show. Like if we send them in a tape and it was like, we had it in like a semicircle and it was like me banging on the door, like Mary Jean, you're two months past due. And then be like, <laughs> and then like the episode ends with like, you know, they're not always on time, but they pay when they can. And then it's just like a bonfire out front and then fucking a bunch of broken plastic lawn chairs. They'd have, they'd be like, somebody send the fucking have- camera crew down right now, please. <laughs> what you do is when you go in there, you say, look, you're making this show and you hold up your sharpened screwdriver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Shop class. Making we, we, you have to have like broken flamingos in all the yards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting a pink flamingo. For my yard. The thing, the thing about Trailer Park Boys, though, is that they they have heart, right? Like the characters really, you mm-hmm. do really uh, relate to them, you know, and they have a kind of, you know, internal morality to them. So you need a cast of characters that are like equally as like freak show-esque. <laughs> See, in American reality are. TV, you just need two or three main core characters that treat the rest of the people around them like absolute shit. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Trailer Park Boys is fictional, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's like a mockumentary. And here in America, dude, you just get two or three like iconic characters. You make them treat everyone around them like shit, then have them act like pretentious kings and queens. You've got we yourself a real fucking like good show in your hand. Like a property manager I, that we just boss around. We just bully <laughs> the fuck out of. I think that is a path, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like the artistry. I like pageantry. <laughs> you know? Do you like all these points, knowing full well that I'm not the type of person that would do this? I would do all of this, dude. I've been <laughs> looking for a partner to do this with for so long, but I can't uh, find anybody to match to match the money, dude, to fucking come up with the other half and throw down on a trailer park with me. This is why you need Canadian because they would scheme. people fucking think I'm joking. I'm like, dude, I would so throw in buy half buy half a trailer park because just the equity in that alone after a couple of years we is going to be nuts. About like a apartment complex, like a big building. I think at one point. Yeah, but that would you can't start there, dude. You got to start small. Yeah. And then we, the we starting about point, like knocking down all the doors or the walls upstairs, and I just have a master suite as like the top. That would floor. be pretty sick. That's a late stage, though, dude. You got to start small to <laughs> build up. Stage, <laughs> that is late stage. I'm, dude. I'm curious. So if you buy a trailer park, do you have trailers or do you start with like empty lots and people bring their trailers? Or now is it like you have the trailers? Now you're now you're what you're talking about is the difference between a trailer park and an RV resort, my friend. <laughs> an RV okay, but there's resort. Also- People also the, live in those in some places too. Like in yeah. Florida, you could probably live yep. in one of those. You can right? get yearly, but that's where you don't buy, own the trailer at all. Okay. Some of the trailer parks do own the trailers or they have the lot as well. It's kind of just a mixed business of what you can get your hands on, I think. Hmm. You know? But I found a trailer park for sale where it had open lots and trailers that you were, would nice. be buying. Some of them super old. A lot of them, the description was like, yeah, so-and-so lives there. You could probably charge this much, but we've only been charging her this much for the past eight years or some bullshit. <laughs> and it's like, fuck. Well, they're getting they're getting the price raised on them immediately. I could give a fuck. So. Yeah, I, I just, I maintain that it's not worth the hassle. <laughs> dude, it's not even, what is, what do you, what, what are they, it's their trailers, dude. It's cheap shit. It's not worth the hassle. If you piss them off and they trash the place, you burn it down and just open up the lot afterwards. It's, this is, there's not much hassle at all. I don't understand I don't know, but those part. Those legacy tenants in a trailer park, that's your color, you know? Like, that's what gives the That's place your its bread heart. and butter, dude. <laughs> dude, legacy. If you can buy into a place with legacy tenants, dude, you're, you're in there like swimwear. You're starting off. You can already take, you can then take that income of the legacy tenants and use it, or I'm sorry, what they pay as rent and use it as income to get approved on the property. That's how fucking priceless that shit is, dude. I, I like it. Also, idea. like, After you won't need a TV. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can just look out and you have all these characters who have been living <laughs> in trailer parks long term. And when you're ready to make it big, Josh, you let me know and we'll buy a trailer park. I like that my idea was to <laughs> buy up property in like urban areas and then resell it over time for, you know, like, you know, housing and things like that, uh, urban development. And you're like trailer park in Florida. <laughs> Dude, trailer park what in they Florida. They need is, is like a vertical trailer parks. Hmm. You need a trailer park like Tower. Trailer it's park just, in Florida is it's guaranteed just becomes money. Player one. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like a parking garage, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a solid investment. A trailer park in Florida. 
That is a guarantee. <laughs> Dude, there's there's some massive trailer parks and RV resorts here that are worth like hundreds of millions of dollars. Those you properties. I I can't deny what you're saying because I just simply do not know anything about it. Because they'll have like you they'll have like two or three thousand lots on them. Jesus. And it's like, well shit, if each one of them is paying you four or five hundred bucks a month, mm-hmm. that's this is a fucking hundred million dollar property. Like, yeah, but owning owning a trailer park in Florida, that's gotta do something to your soul. You know, it's gotta be like when you turn to the dark side in Star there. Wars or something. That's, that <laughs> was I, I did this is when we had talked about uh the like apartment complex. Cause I was like, I really am not gonna move to Florida. But and I think you had mentioned like, oh, we can split the difference. We'll buy property in North Carolina. I was like, dude, I'll so buy. Oh, yeah, I'd be down to also buy a trailer park in Hickory, North Carolina, where you might potentially live someday. It's, I'm I, like, well, I fuck, it. I, I would I wouldn't be able to help out in the day to day. But I have a buddy who lives up there that we could employ for on the side. Mm-hmm. And then we also, need to film this like an episode like cops where we just have. Yeah, we have our like, you know, <laughs> our assistant walking around dealing with everything. And they just have someone filling with him and he's just explaining his task. But no one respects him. None of the tenants respect him. So he's just getting bullied by everyone involved. And he's like, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. But he never wins. Like, this is my <laughs> idea for the show. Well, here's what you do. You have you have reduced rent, but you have trailer cops mm. that go around and, like, harass people and stuff. <laughs> and so it's like people will want to live there for the cost, like, low cost of living. But you also get to abuse them for a yeah. on TV. <laughs> Dude, that's part of the agreement. That's why it's cheap to live there is because I just get to film everything they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the trailer park, but it's the panopticon. So it's like you could yeah. be being filmed at any time. Oh, we just have a plant. <laughs> like we have a few plants that we bring in where nobody knows that they're paid actors. And we just have yeah. them instigating, causing issues. That then I thought you were literally talking about like potted plants with like a we, big can. We just have, <laughs> yeah, we just have <laughs> like a, a guy in a bush, you know. About. Dude, my buddy Trevor has IBS, and we could he would absolutely wreak havoc on a trailer park <laughs> if I let him loose. There you go. So here's the catch to that show: you get the IBS guy, and the rule is that you can live there, reduced rate, but you can't deny anyone access to your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Every bathroom is a public bathroom. (laughs) God. Every single time he comes in and and complains about them having a gender-neutral bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) One one bathroom. He's like, oh, you would. He's just a bigot, dude. He's just a bigot. For a second there, I was like, well, that works out for him, I guess. And then I was like, oh, no, he's mad because he's anti yeah. woke or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Once I, once we move, I'll, I'll, I'll contemplate this further. Dude, uh, if you move and you're in a position to where we can split an apartment building, I would also be down for that. But it's just not as fun. <laughs> I got to be honest, when thinking about like my investments, I usually don't go for fun ideas. I go for what the most reliable source of income is. Oh, dude, a trailer parking floor is definitely reliable, <laughs> but in, you can't go wrong with an apartment building just about I, I anywhere. I get that, just the way it works. <laughs> dude, I'd be so like, down. It'll be a blast. We'll lose a couple hundred thou, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're not losing. I won't guide us to any, money, any losses, dude. 
uh, it's still going to make money. I don't know. I, a lot of people were, were telling me to bet against Tyson Fury or bet uh, in favor of Tyson Fury, and that almost didn't work out. You did win, but it was horseshit, dude. You shouldn't have. Yeah. Nobody should have told you about him because he was a mi- minus 1,400, and there's no ROI on that whatsoever. Yeah. No, yeah, they're, he, they're just saying he definitely he lost that win. fight. Yeah, he lost that fight, dude. I can't believe that they yeah. fucking How do you follow boxing? Man. I I know nothing about any sport okay. whatsoever. It's You're in the same like, hilarious the same how little I know about sports. Yeah. I I know nothing about <laughs> boxing. I just knew that this was an, a like big fight between a, a boxer and an MMA fighter who doesn't have any boxing experience, from what I know. And uh, MMA, that's like Ultimate Fighting Championship. Hell right? yeah. 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 But yeah, this guy. I've came seen in. that twice. I worked in a gun store and we that was our our Christmas party was always at this bar that would do like ultimate fighting pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. And so that's I've seen it twice. Yeah. But yeah, the Francis Nganu, I think I'm saying that right. Yep. Uh MMA fighter comes in against Tyson Fury, undefeated boxer, like twenty three oh and one, maybe. Best heavyweight of all time. Yeah. So this this MMA fighter comes in. People think he's going to get like knocked out in the first few rounds, maybe, or he's not going to last all 10 rounds, essentially. And uh, he comes in and he knocks down Fury in round three. Yeah, he whooped his ass, dude. He won yeah, damn near he, every he won round. The fight. Absolutely. And uh, it was a split decision that he lost. And I'd yeah. been talking to Klaus here, I think before the fight as well, maybe, but definitely during where uh, I was like, yeah, it's Saudi Arabia. Everything is rigged sports wise. Uh, I guess Tyson Fury has a, an event. Dude, you and two other of my friends were telling me this while yeah. I was watching it. They're like, nobody was saying, oh, yeah, they're about to rightfully give Ninganu this decision. You and two of my other buddies were like, you know, they're about to fuck him. The, yeah. And they're like all giving me reasons. Oh, they yeah, already have another absolutely. event booked with Fury in mm-hmm. that venue and that's sold out already and all this other stuff. And yeah. I'm like, dude, why? Why is it kind of? This is why I don't watch boxing. Yeah, it, it's and, ruined. Yeah, I, I was telling you too. Saudi Arabia, they're you know, they're sport washing their entire country. Uh, I was yeah. talking about like, Ronaldo and and the soccer player, and it was I think the previous weekend they had a match. I just watched the highlights. Nobody watches the Saudi league. I saw the one match, like a normal soccer match, might have sixty to seventy thousand people in the stands maybe for like the highest level uh they had like 400 and some people Whoa. in the stadium oh 400 just 400 that's just it. 400 people oh i thought you were about to say 400,000. no no they there's like nobody there uh there's people that go to like the the team that ronaldo plays for he's one of the biggest athletes in the world uh but you know, there's no excuse for that because they could just digitally impose them using yeah. ai now yeah so i mean that's embarrassing <laughs> but the point i was making was i was like it's super rigged Ronaldo scored the game-winning goal. It's him. It's a free kick, so the ball is just sitting still. And when the ref blows the whistle, he can take the kick. He kicks it, and the goalkeeper just stands there and watches it go in. Like he makes no effort to do anything. It's like, oh wow, I can't believe it. And they make the huge headline: Ronaldo scores amazing free kick winner. It's like the goalie just stood there and literally watched this happen. Made- Was he looking at like a butterfly or something? Yeah, he just watched the ball go in. It's like, oh, tell wow. me this is rigged. Tell me it's rigged. It's like it's. They did that with. That would be like if they got me to play goalie. Wait, that's what you call it in soccer, right? Goalie? It's a goalie? Yeah, goalkeeper, goalie, whatever. I'm not a snob. It's a goalman. Goalman. I like that. (laughs) A gold guard. Like here we've got these barbecues. Goalman. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so rigged over there. Keeper of the goal. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like goaltender. That feels like Ooh. such uh, yeah, that, very that's sweet, a good one. You know, goaltender. I, yeah, going back to the box. Like tender of the too. goal. I, I loved the commentator early on because he called Tyson Fury a six foot nine bag of milk. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ninganu yeah, is just. Milk. Yeah. Well, if you. The, out of the two different. Like, Ninganu is a specimen. He's one of the most. The best He's natural scared. specimens you'll ever see. He's passed every drug test you could ever put a man through, and his body's perfect. And then Tyson Fury looks like dog shit, dude. He's will, so I'm putting out of, just in, in the, shit. The, chair, the most recent one. This is a two of them next to each other. Uh, it's yeah, not so the worst go. picture of Tyson Fury, but it's also not good. It's also not the best picture of Ninganu yeah. either. Oh, dude. Hold, here we go. This is this is a better example showing the difference between the two of them. Uh, Tyson Fury is <laughs> constantly pulling his shorts up throughout the the, the fight. Uh, it. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's Fury like, is also like six inches taller than him. Mm-hmm. To be fair, he has a six foot nine bag of milk. <laughs> it's pretty spot on. He's just an so ogre. This is in Saudi Arabia. Uh, that fight was, yeah. So my takeaway here is that they have bagged milk in Saudi Arabia. Oh well, um, it was Bernard Hopkins, I believe. The so that's, that's an American boxer was the commentator. Oh, he, oh he's okay. the one who said that it was had bagged yeah. milk. So wherever he is, they have bagged milk. Do you guys have bagged milk? We used to have bag milk at, at at schools in America. Josh, did that get so bag milk? They got rid of the uh, little cartons and switched to a bag for about two years, right after nine eleven, dude. It was weird. They got they when they got rid of French fries, they became Freedom fries, yeah, and freedom we got rid of the fries, carton because the we French had, had some involvement in nine eleven, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> it's yep, yep. it's French. We French. Got rid of, it was like this weird little foil bag. Like a Capri Sun of milk. Like a Capri Sun of milk. And it was so hard to get the... It was such a tough thing. It was hard to get the straw through it. Did you have bagged milk in your school at any point? Yes. Interesting. Yeah, see, dude, I'm not fucking nuts. I'm telling you. See, here you can get bagged milk at the grocery store. And it comes in these two liter bags. But you need a special thing to drink it. I'm about to look up this two liter fucking bag of milk, dude. Yeah, you need this special dispenser. It's like you slip your bag and you sort of snip off the corner of the bag and then you can just pour it. But they sell it at every grocery store, but I have no idea where you actually buy the dispenser. (laughs) I feel like you you only get them because like you got them from your grandparents' house or something when they died. And so I've never actually had one, but it's I think it's a little cheaper to buy your milk that way. Lindsay said they, I never they just had milk. clear pouches. Essentially, there was no logo on it or anything. Yeah, there was no logo. Just... Okay, that's dystopian. Yeah, we had that. We just we that's just continued dystopian. on with the sure. the true American milk carton. Dude, fucking... that is an iconic form. I think the American milk carton. Yeah. You know, like when I think of America, you know, I think milk cartons, Halloween, really? milk cartons, Halloween, Halloween, children getting murdered in schools. <laughs> No, we have Halloween here too, but I mean Halloween's very American. Oh God, that is way worse. I'm than Canada as America, North American. Ugh. Ooh, I think Canada. I think like hockey. I think uh, maple syrup. I think of the Mounties. Well, Mounties. Uh, those snow. things. Mounties is the only one that you guys don't have. The snow. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't have snow. This is Florida. is this what you had? This is what she said that they had. Oh. It's, I tried to copy the link to it. It's Reddit. I didn't even realize it. Uh, 
That is so. That is weird. We had That's we had looking. we had we had one like this, but we also had before that we had it was like a Capri Sun type foil thing, but more bag shaped. Mm. This is like a bag of plasma. That we had like, the, we did get like to count chocolate. Needed a blood transfusion. It looked like those toys you get that are supposed to like be hard to hold on to, almost. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if they're like, I yeah, they're like tubes and they're kind of yeah. like it's like a water balloon, but it's like Something. a infinity loop. <laughs> yeah, it was like mm, I fucking love those. <laughs> I can't even find the like foil ones. That might just be wrong in my memory. The foil ones. I'm trying to find it as well, and I cannot find anything like that waiting capri sun and milk yeah. i might be it might just be i mean i can kind of here we go hmm. here it is what are the liquids that come it. in a bag that currently don't gravy oh that I mean, don't people, come in a bag oh well, they had wine like bagged wine i don't know how popular it's still yeah is. i love a good bag of wine Bag they don't of think wine, about like, carbonated drinks, so I think maybe they don't work so well. Yeah, it wouldn't hold the bubbles very well. The bag would be like inflated. Yeah. Jane, yeah. what's a what's a bagged <laughs> drink that they that like something they don't put in a bag that they should? You know, because they've got bagged milk, yogurt tubes. You, you know? know, I mean, it's, that's a form oh, of bagged yogurt, tube. Yogurt they got bagged wine. Good. This is great. We sit in silence while Jane. A root beer float with ice cream in it what? too already. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? What a terrible. That's very decadent. God. Wait, is she drinking that? Oh, she just goes. How would that a even root beer work? float. That's what I mean. How the fuck would what you a get hedonist. a root beer flag? Root beer fucking float in the bag. Holy shit. Oh, oh in a bag. She, yeah, I, I hope the answer she came up with the bag drink was a combination of ice cream and, yeah. and soda. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> God. Uh, that was, that's what, what the a bag soup. answer she's going to give him. What the fuck was that? What's a bag drink? Uh, ribeye steak. soup. Yeah. How is that the first thing that came to your fucking? <laughs> I don't know. Root beer float you is pretty good. You can't keep though. a fucking. It's good, but it's fine. That's a fine <laughs> beverage. The bag. Uh, what is the bag going to? What is the carbonated bag going to sound like when you open it? Is it going to make? <laughs> is it going to fart when you open it? The bag, the in, the carbonated bag when you open it, instead of it going chick like it can, it's going to fart. Well, it's going to. The ice cream would make the soda all like thick, and you put a little the the bottom of the bag. <laughs> it out. Slowly, like, so it's really gonna be flat already. No, I was picturing like a paper bag, like an alcoholic drink. <laughs> on the just, just, it's just soaking through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume there's some sort of lining. <laughs> no, I hope not. It's more entertaining. If it's there so, you go. <laughs> we used, we used to they go just to hand it to you place. and it falls on you. <laughs> yeah, we used to go to this ice cream place that would it was basically a DIY root beer float. They'd hand you a can of root beer and then a cup of ice cream, vanilla bean ice cream, and you just have to put it like a, put it together yourself. I mean, pour the the soda in, but it's such a hassle because now instead of just having like one cup of a root beer float, you have two things you're having to monitor. Uh, it's a it was a drive through, so you have two cups you're monitoring now. Now that you're through, and it was only like. You know, like an average styrofoam cup. So you couldn't hold the entire root beer, the can of root beer in the cup with the ice cream. 
So you just Especially have like flying down the highway, you know, you have like a, <laughs> like a two thirds empty can of root beer and then a full cup of root beer float. And it's just the biggest hassle ever. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that really is a drink that if you get it to go, it should be pre-made. Yeah, dude. Root yeah. beer floats are so overrated. I'm sorry, but they are. Did I ever show you the root beer floats I make? It's been a while. No, nobody asked have, you, Josh. Yeah, I'm telling Sorry, you. Anyway. Well, okay, okay. Hey, hey, hotshot. What kind, what kind of float do you like? It's I don't not, want any. I don't yeah. want ice cream in my soda. Are you retarded? What are the? That's your problem. That's your problem. You're pouring the this soda is, onto the ice why. cream. Yeah, you've got it all backwards. It's best of both worlds. Do you like you don't? Do you like ice cream on its own? Yeah, the, I guess. Yeah, but I like this type of. Ice <laughs> What's your favorite cream? flavor? Uh, I like peanut butter pandemonium. Peanut butter. What? What? What goes? What's the pandemonium part? Is it chocolate? Look, uh, I guess yeah, it'd be chocolate peanut butter pandemonium. If you look it up, dude, peanut butter pandemonium. Peanut butter. That's pandemonium. not chaotic at all. I feel like the pandemonium in that is just like what you'd expect. Uh, you know? Should be like peanut butter from and then Stewart's, like little dude, specifically or from Stewart's. <laughs> That exact one, Josh. That is the. Uh, it's a smooth vanilla ice cream base and is jam packed with peanut butter cup pieces. Smooth Wait, peanut butter. It's not supposed to be ice. It's not supposed to be vanilla. It's an ice cream. Oh base. my god, they've changed it. Hmm. I mean, it still sounds delicious, but it doesn't sound like pandemonium to me. It should be like pop rocks or something. Something that's like really creating chaos what's the Stuart? Uh, like okay maybe i've got the, i think i've got the wrong name just because peanut butter pandemonium was so iconic of a name let me look up Stuart's ice cream. there was a but... chocolate and peanut butter one that's so good is it chocolate peanut butter uh, probably <laughs> peanut butter chocolate but they usually you. have cool names <laughs> yeah i I don't know. For me, it's it is mint just. Chip. I'm a yeah, mint chip oh, guy. dude, it's literally just called chocolate peanut butter cup. <laughs> Motherfucker. Chocolate peanut butter cup. <laughs> That's a lot less exciting than peanut butter pandemonium. Yeah, it's true, the, but I still stand by that. This, this right here, You're dude. This, more chaos. This is my favorite ice cream. And I do not want a soda fucking dumped in this thing. Well, not on a peanut butter no, ice no, cream. That's not what you put in your float. Exactly, <laughs> dude. And I don't want vanilla ice cream. What the fuck? What the hell? That's such a waste of calories on the day. Vanilla ice cream? That's good vanilla ice cream. Good vanilla ice cream, dude. They can save that. Put some goddamn peanut butter chunk of something in there. At least moose tracks. At I'm least moose tracks. tracks. Peanut butter ice cream a little while ago, homemade. What? Ooh, it turned out yeah, we were trying out homemade like gelatos and stuff. It was chocolate peanut butter gelato, not ice cream. But yeah, I made it. What's the difference? Uh, gelato is one like is Italian. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like smoother. It's almost like frozen yogurt, but it's 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 like in between uh, thickness of frozen yogurt and ice cream. But frozen like, yogurt um, doesn't have dairy in it. This has dairy, doesn't yeah. it? I think it is basically gelato. ice cream, but it is a smoother consistency. Yeah, it, so it's you, dairy milk in the base. Dairy frozen frozen yogurt, essentially. I've eaten it, and I just didn't know the difference at any point between that and regular ice cream. Yeah, you take milk, heavy cream, and sugar to make the base. Um, in, in, if you're making like the chocolate peanut butter, add uh, cocoa powder to give it the chocolatey flavor, and then you take that, freeze it overnight. The next day, I, I don't actually. I think you just put it in the fridge overnight. I don't remember. Uh, and then the next day, I just take it, put it in the ice cream machine, add in like a cup of peanut butter or something. I forgot how much. And it just adds it, it mixes all in, 
freeze it overnight and you got chocolate peanut butter. So a machine is making this for you. The machine stirs it up. I'm also curious why you can go with a bag of peanut butter. You're so cheating when you say you're making it yourself. That would be like if I was like, oh, yeah, I'm out washing my clothes and it's just the laundry machine doing it. Yeah, but at no point in that process do you do anything by hand. I fold them by hand. But you're not fold washing the them by you're folding them. Load the machine by hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so... Put the soap in, in the machine case, by I'm, hand. I'm taking the ingredients, measuring them out. I'm cooking and stirring them by hand I'm over on the stove top. Measuring out the amount of soap I need. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so are you washing them or is the machine doing all this? This this you know, is I'm uh, I guess Schrodinger's machines aren't even real. <laughs> Schrodinger's washing machine, dude. Are the clothes even actually clean? If you don't open it up, <laughs> are they still dirty until I open it? Clothes still dirty until I open it, unless I open it back up. <laughs> Either way, gelato at home, fantastic. We made uh, key lime gelato, just regular chocolate gelato, chocolate peanut butter. Uh, we did uh, watermelon sorbet. You're ready to go right off the grid, aren't you, dude? You got your smoker. <laughs> you got your ice cream machine. You're ready to just unplug on the rest of the fucking make, world. I can make desserts. I make. I cook all the time. Like, you know, we got the homemade steaks, like the hand-cut steaks, rather. I'm not <laughs> creating Picturing like Soldier of Fortune, but you're making ice cream. <laughs> He's got to get into what I want to know is next. Yeah. What are you naming I mean, these ice creams, these gelatos? I have Do military have rations in the, the closet behind me. I used to eat them on stream. <laughs> yeah, you could put them in the ice cream. Ugh, I have eaten Make way some too military many ice cream. Oh, they're terrible. They taste awful. They're the worst. <laughs> oh, you just add God, water. I could even... Yeah, oh, yeah we had God, those. That the, we sold those at the bag. gun store to the people it, that would buy It's just the plain brown bag. It's all it's the, bad. the grossest shit ever. <laughs> all we had in the jungle, dude. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh I, I think I had... I think the one was lasagna. Uh, That's one of the better I ones. The ones. I, I really don't remember what the other ones are. I think one was spaghetti, maybe. Oh, there's some shit it was, ones. It was terrible. Oh, pulled pork was the other one. It was, That's a rough one. It was so bad. Pulled pork. Actually, so I don't know. Bad. Really? Pulled, had, pork, pulled pork's not good. Pulled pork. I don't think I've ever had the pulled pork one. It, there's I a pork exactly. slab. There's a morning pork slab, I think, is what no, it is. This is definitely pulled pork. Wait, and is it M O U R N I N G? Like, or like, it's you know, called like the breakfast afternoon. pork. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. I was going to go what? grab one as though that helps you guys understand at all what I'm referring to. Like me holding it up to the computer with no camera on, even though it's a plain. Well, you can shake it. Does it make any interesting sounds? Oh, man, I mean, it's just, just a shuffling of plastic. Just <laughs> looking at some of these MRE flavors. Ugh. Yeah. It's just a brown, like, plasticky bat, like, pouch with other pouches inside of it containing everything and you get yeah, a the, cookie sometimes the spaghetti <laughs> the wasn't bad oh dude we would open them up and you'd get a skittles bag and it's 20 like what year would that have been the last year i would have <laughs> eaten one of those probably 2018 was the last year i would have had one oh no dude you open up the skittles bag and it's like oh. win a halo 3 xbox <laughs> and your or xbox halo 3 edition by entering this code and i'm like dude this fucking candy is 15 years old. This is insane. How old is this MRE? Because they, right when they're about to expire, that's the ones that they send out mm-hmm. for you to eat. 
They're like, oh, you need to eat these ones up first. And then they put the new ones at the end of the stock. That's interesting that they have branded candies in them. When you first said Skittles, I thought yeah, you were just, surprising. you know, no, like yeah, the way you say Kleenex candy. or something. And they'd have little like, yeah, because here I think military stuff, you're not allowed to have brands on them. Yeah, they like have brand candy. Skittles made candy for the Canadian military. They'd have to be plain package, I think. It would be just regular. I think they just, whoever makes the MREs just is literally buying like a bulk amount of, because they would have all different brands. They would have Reese's, Skittles, like a Crunch Bar. They, here's what they do. They get the Boy Scouts. They dress them up. They send them out on Halloween. <laughs> well, it would have it would have other brands. It would have other brands. So it would have like Hellman's mayonnaise, Tabasco sauce, hot sauce. Jesus. Actually, I don't know if there was any mayonnaise, Hellman's mayonnaise, but there's definitely Tabasco hot sauce. Um, there was other branded stuff in there. That's crazy. It's been a long. Yeah, it's been a while like, since I've eaten. It's one. like two separate. The pack is divided into like two separate pouches, if I remember correctly, to like heat it up properly. Here's a good example of one with a peanut M&M's in MRE for talk. you, this is Kyle. It. <laughs> These things are so fucking nasty. There's a chemical bag that mm-hmm. you you put water into, and then you put your little fucking meal bag in there, and you let it sit in the yep, chemical exactly in the Not chemical the water yeah, we... for a little bit, and it <laughs> heats it up, and you get a nice... Yeah. Oh, but dude, some of them are so bad, like the... The, um, the scalloped potatoes, you could not eat that one cold. A lot of them you could muscle yeah. through cold, but not the scalloped potato these one. Are, these are the exact we, bags. We used to I sell have. them at the gun store. When I worked in a gun store, for survivalists, we'd buy them. And so, you know, every now and again, one of us would buy one for lunch and just kind of kind of basically gawk at it. Mm. <laughs> how, how, what, a, what a substitute for food it would be, you know? Do those things keep you going and moving, though? They, they, I, I seem to recall they definitely helped you keep up on your your general salt quotient for the day. <laughs> I, I grabbed the ones I have in my closet, a couple of them. Uh, this is spaghetti with beef and sauce. That's one of the better ones. Okay. Uh, that's, yeah, not a whole lot else going on there. Is it Chef Boyardee brand? And then this one is just Menu 9 Beef Stew. That one sucks. <laughs> Ooh, menu 9. That one's not the worst, actually. That one's okay. That one's okay. Yeah. Now I'm thinking about it. That's the one that's... It's kind of is there like a chicken curry or like no. uh, you know shark fin soup? <laughs> no, no. There is, uh, dude. I wish I could get a list of all the different ones. There is, um, is there an avocado toast? For, this is uh... the <laughs> this is the breakfast one I was talking about, and it comes with a a rectangle. Literally, this is the shape it comes out to of peanut butter. This <laughs> is the shape it comes out of out the tube. We're all sitting here anxiously. Rectangle. Waiting. Did it come out? Did you see it? Breakfast summer. Yeah. Oh, oh. There you go. that's, ex- <laughs> yep, that's exactly that's, what it's like. <laughs> that's one of the not as nasty ones as well. There are some nasty ones. Yeah. Uh, I when I, I remember in school, the I chili mac. Why. The chili mac was a good one. We had to make a uh, hard tack when I was in like sixth grade, and it was like a class. Like everyone in class had to make it, and so like the next day when everyone came in, we had like roughly 20 versions of shitty hardtack that everyone brought in it was i was like what a Ooh. crappy like school project as we're learning about like the civil war it's like here's terrible food let's all snack on it together it's like i have to try everyone's <laughs> it's like a full meal of terrible food dude if you were feeling real frisky you'd make yourself one of these 
Oh my god. I'm just I can't believe I used to literally live off this shit. <laughs> See in Canada we'd be making bannock, which is I think I think that's what it's called. And that's like a bread that, you know, the Inuit would make. Mm. Which is kind of similar to hardtack, I think. It's like a a weird, very hard to eat kind of flavorless bread, I've basically. Never had hardtack. It's just a hard chip, essentially. Have you had corn pone? No. <laughs> yeah. Corn pone, eh? I have had, dude, I've had some Canadian delicacies. Poutine. Oh, I think corn pone is not a Canadian thing. <laughs> um, I've had um, pepperoni log out the fridge. Dude, that's a very oh, yeah. Canadian thing to do. Um, just dipping loaves of bread into ranch. Yeah, we don't really have any kind of uh, <laughs> dishes here in Canada, yeah, other than the Caesar. Poutine, with the Caesar, that to me, that's the big one. The Caesar, it's a drink. Nobody knows which that. Which is like, it's like a Bloody Mary, but it's made with with clam. Poutine and maple syrup is your guys' big one, according to the American. <laughs> yeah. According Caesar, to me, I mean. I think I think poutine is af- astroturf, though. I don't think that was really a, a cultural thing mm. until, you know, 10 years ago. And then I think there was some sort of money pumped into it from Big French Fry. You Maybe it's... Wait, what's, what is... Oh, no, you're Nova Scotia. I was about to say, what's that? Because when I went to Montreal in, like, 2007, they had poutine everywhere. Yeah, Montre- it's it is a Quebec thing more than anything with the cheese curds and the gravy and the French fries. Well, but it it kind of wasn't it wasn't something that you ever heard of like when I was a kid, unless you were in Montreal, you know, or if you were in Quebec. Mm-hmm. And then you know, in the last you know maybe it's two decades now or whatever, they started really trying to export that as a as part of the Canadian identity. What what would you say as a Canadian is the American identity as far as food? Like, what is the iconic American? dish american dish yeah Ooh. it's gotta be like a hamburger yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. kind, right right that's like wrong. that's what oh yeah I do. I coca-cola would, <laughs> i would think cheeseburger because you literally can't drive yeah. fucking t- 10 minutes without seeing somewhere to buy one mm-hmm. yeah and it's hegemonic right because all over the world you can get you can get an american style hamburger yeah they're so good Probably my favorite they are. food. It's a fantastic food. So I think it's definitely a high point of American culture. Yeah, I just it's made a venison burger. Yeah, when I think food. American culture, I think like fireworks, cheeseburgers, white beer, yeah. school shootings. Yeah, those all sort of fit together. <laughs> yeah. um, you guys are like renowned for your snacks. Oh, we do have some great snacks, dude. Japan had some good snacks when mm-hmm. I was over there. Shout out to Japan. They had some good ones, but dude, hot Cheeto fries definitely like butt fuck whatever they had over there. <laughs> well, and I think like American snacks, like it's American snacks and goodies. It's like they're of the people or it's like I feel like Japanese snacks are impenetrable. You know, it's like you pick stuff up and you're like, oh, what is this? Like a Kit Kat that's, mm, you know, I hot see. dog flavored. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Their Kit Kats were flavor. mushroom shaped over there. It was bizarre. That's sick. really. Yeah, like the you know, like the inside <laughs> of the Kit Kat, it was like the bottom of the mushroom, and then the chocolate was like the mushroom cloud, like the dome <laughs> part of it. Very bizarre. That's probably like some subconscious. That's why green tea Kit Kats over there. They had green tea. I've seen Kit-Kats. them here now. I, I've heard of these. Yeah, before. you can get those here. 
Yeah. High chews. I've seen the high chew also come into America yes. since. That was that when I, I came. You said kaiju for a Hi-chu. second. <laughs> I was like, oh, kaiju are coming like over to America. The high chew, but the chew highs haven't made it yet. The chew highs are the alcoholic. It's like mm. these fruity alcoholic drinks they have at every gas station there. It's way better than just like picking up a light beer if you just want to grab something for the beach. They were kind of like the pre- they're kind of like seltzers, but I think it's actual liquor in them. I don't know, but they are chew highs. Those were pretty fire. Dude, they had good snacks in Japan. If you go to a family mart, or as they said, a family mart, they uh, <laughs> they had these sandwiches with the softest bread that you would just get out of the thing and they were out of the little fridge, and they were mm-hmm. only like three bucks. If Shout like out Pocky. to Japan. Pocky's pretty popular. Uh, those are okay. I'm those not saying are they're old. great, but it's popular. The Pocky ain't got shit on the fucking Chips Ahoy cookie. <laughs> do we do have? You go down to an American snack aisle. We do dominate in that uh, in that area. I do think the chocolate chip cookie. I think that's an astute astute observation. That's very American. I think mm. definitely my favorite cookie. Chocolate I, I, chip. It's classic cookie. I, I feel like Americans like to take uh, credit for things that uh, aren't made here. Like, <laughs> well, no, the chocolate chip cookie popularized was made here. Yeah. yeah, but things but are like popularized. People are only, well, like the like, hamburger, like he was saying, that's not no, an American sure. yeah, yeah. thing, but it's yeah. popular. No, but you, here. you made it your own. You did it better than anyone yeah. else. You went out, you fucking walked out into the jungle. You know, you made a newer, better hamburger with your <laughs> American know-how and capitalism. <laughs> And, yeah. you know, you're renowned for it. That's the American spirit. <laughs> Hamburgers, I, I have a lot of respect for that. You know? Chocolate chip cookie, absolutely. I just, like, people, You there's the saying, like, it's as American as apple pie. Apple pie was made yeah. in England. It was popularized in England, and then it was brought over here. But people... But I'm sure it sucked over there, dude. The food... And, you ever, it was, like, boiled. Yeah, they probably <laughs> boiled the fucking apples. <laughs> they sh- The food over there is dog shit, you know? They called it a pudding. Pe- the peanut butter over there is abysmal. My, uh, Everything my over there. My dude. uncle's from England, and he like refused to eat peanut butter. And he came over here, and he can't eat peanut butter because it's like a, like in his mind, it's disgusting, and he can't he can't eat it. Big brother, it's good butter. here. I promise. Yeah, peanut butter. That's an American thing, right? I don't. I, mean, I, don't I think know. we made it good. Yeah, we probably made okay. it good. But we make most shit good because that's how capitalism works, baby. Cream rises to the top. We also don't care. There's a lot of crap. Not, it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely is going to be unhealthy. It's just going to taste yeah. good. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, that's why we have all these like really tasty stuff because it's like, who cares if it'll kill you? It tastes good. Oh, it's all a distraction, dude. They're basically trying to turn us all schizophrenic so we don't know our head from our ass while they dump all our money into Israel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it... You mean to tell me that we have a military industrial complex? <laughs> God. Uh, I, I feel like have... anyone that thinks of America, that's the last thing on their mind is our military and like, yeah. guns in general. Did I work yeah, yet? I was being polite. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about America? Oh, you know, just like when someone has something stuck in their teeth or something. Yeah, you put the barrel of the gun in to try and get it out. Yeah. Like if I pull the trigger, maybe I can shoot it out right through my the top of my skull. I'm if he's a small caliber, you can bounce it off, ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You used to work in a gun store, dude. What are you packing? 
Me? I don't have any guns. Don't wait. Don't tell the criminals. <laughs> yeah. It it was more just a job. It was a fun job. More of a nunchuck I, type of defense. I'm more of a sword guy. I Ooh, dude. I don't have all right. Swords, What's your chosen sword? <laughs> oh, you don't have a sword. <laughs> I, well, I don't. I don't have a sword. But if I did, I like a, like a Chinese kind of broadsword, like a really flexible, straight let's, Chinese let's sword. A Chinese broadsword here, dude. I, I was at a weird New Year's party hosted by this ideas. real They're creep. Pretty solid. And he invited me and my girlfriend Ooh. into his room and started showing me all his swords. This is a good choice. And it was all very uncomfortable. Until, but then he pulled oh, out this like these are cool. Like this Chinese broadsword. I picked it up. It was awesome. <laughs> I, I like this, it. dude. Felt I was so thinking good. more of like Man. a claymore for me personally. Mm, if, I was, mines, yeah. if I was going to get into sword defense, the claymore de- sword, the the that's like the one that Braveheart has. Yeah. I I love like the dweebs that have the oversized like anime swords. Like that's going to be good for home defense. <laughs> like a six foot long. Like hundred pound sword. Yeah, that'd be insane. I wasn't. I you have a, uh, you have a home in... invader, but you won't take it out of the package. Yeah, so you gotta, I just I'm all to too much on. damage to the surroundings. I'll kill everyone around. Dude, I know a guy who spent like thousands and thousands of dollars on very dull swords that just hang on the wall. I mean, the weapon in my house is I have a big crowbar. Ooh, ready to go. Yeah, we've got I figure that's shit, that's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Dude, now, oh, dude, sharpen the end of it to a point. That'll be what like it's. I think it's sharp enough to the max. Yeah. Dude, I also dude. have like a like a kitchen grade, like a commercial grade uh, meat cleaver. Right. If you sharpen that crowbar down, you can get any date to prom that you want. Yeah, exactly, dude. Imagine <laughs> the you, you could get the biggest. <laughs> I, have a, I have a wife and kids, so <laughs> the biggest of dates. Dude. She'll definitely go to prom. I don't, with you. I don't need to go to prom. <laughs> yeah. No, we're we're prepared for anything here. I'm happy about that. <laughs> but we don't get many visitors. Oh, I see what he means. Prepare. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a very sharp crowbar. We got crowbars. <laughs> we got some of the, the firearms. We got bats. Yeah, uh, I've got an assortment of kitchen knives. If it comes to that, got to keep that thing on me. I keep the kitchen knives extra sharp since I use them all the time. Oh my, my god! I gotta sharpen my knives. Every knife in my kitchen is like you couldn't you couldn't cut a potato with it. It's just <laughs> it's so frustrating. It's like I'm in some sort of like Kafka esque nightmare when I try to <laughs> cut food to cook with. It's all because I'm too lazy to sharpen them. Oh, mine are mine are so. I well, I, I have very nice expensive knives because I do a ton of cooking and because I like slice up all my own steaks and stuff like that. So I keep everything pristine in my kitchen. What do you sharpen them with? Uh, a combination of things. Obviously, you have the the sharpening rod. You got the I don't even know what they call it. It's the one where you just set it down and drag the knife back through it. And then we have whetstones, which I don't use the whetstones as often just because it's time consuming. I think that stick the knife in and drag it through thing just dulls your knife more. What happens is it doesn't <laughs> dull the knife, but it makes it uneven. Like you're not getting like a perfectly like straight edge. It's thing makes it, but it's shit. like wobbly. Yeah. You know, it is a joy, though. It's a joy to cut food with a really nice, sharp it's so, knife. Oh, it's so much. It's so nice. Uh, I cut my thumb with one of them. Oh, no, that was with the uh, blender. I was drying <laughs> off the blender blade from our uh, Ninja Blender. And the, oh, uh, those are deadly. They're, uh, they're my wife leaves those in the sharp. sink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so- I was drying it off, and I stuck the like towel in the base of it. 
and I twisted it to try and like move the towel around to, to like get the, the water out. And it just like lurched in my hand a little bit and it went right through my thumb. And, uh, oh my I, you know, it's my girlfriend's fault. I will maintain that even though she was not even near me. <laughs> but yeah, having nice knives is, is so nice because it's just anything you want, just cut it right through it first try. So quick and easy. Every time, every time I try to cut something in my kitchen with my dull ass shitty knives, mm-hmm. I just think about how little I must respect myself <laughs> to be putting myself through I bought through the this. $10 like boy by itself at Walmart. It was in like a fancy package and it's got like a rainbow blade on it. And that thing be slicing everything. Dude. You could, you could buy 50 of those and get one of my knife sets. <laughs> oh, shit. you know what I didn't understand when I was a kid about knives is I'd watch mm-hmm. these infomercials late at night and they'd cut like a can and I'd be like, wow, that cuts a can. Wow. It cuts a boot. It and then they cut a tomato. And I'd be like, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Now as an adult, I'm like, oh, no, a tomato is actually really hard to cut because it turns to mush if your blade is dull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I, but I remember watching that being like, fun. why did they save the tomato for the end? Start with the tomato. Let me see if I can find my Walmart knife. Yeah. No. I, I think, did I send you the picture of the new cutting board I made as well? I don't think so. Oh, it's, uh, I don't have it on my computer here. But yeah, it's uh, it's made of uh, paduk wood, which is like this African wood. It's very like red, uh, and uh, it it's I don't know. I'm like I said, I'm a kitchen guy. Like I love cooking, uh, so it's exciting to me to to have this. Um, but uh, yeah, most people are not gonna care. I just texted over there. Ah, it was a three piece set. Time and table. This is my ba- my baby right here, dude. Oh, here comes the. I have also I have a big cutting board, but I did not make it myself. I think it was also ten dollars at Walmart. Oh yeah, no, this was a bit more than that. Oh and, shit, uh, dude, that's way fancier than my cutting it's a, board. It's thirty six by twenty four. It's like the size of a small desk. But I don't yeah, know how big my cutting board is? It's Got not it. that big. It's big enough to cover one half of my sink. Mm. You know, so I have like can. Have like that. Yeah, this this is know. larger than my sink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't but have any room for that. A, for the audio listeners, since they can't see it, it is a dark red, like cutting board product product wood. Uh, got it, nice little uh, juice groove and everything. And I I brought it home, oiled it up, put the wax on it. It's top tier. Very happy with it. And then burnt your hand on the stove. Yeah, you have a signature dish. Literally later that night, torched my hand on the stove. It is. My fingers are disgusting right now because they're all like crusted over. Or they're burnt. Do you have a signature dish a signature that you're dish. like renowned for? Uh, I we make a lot of different things. We do like curries. Uh, do chick- homemade chicken cordon bleu. Beans uh, del Monte. That's my signature dish. Nice. We do. Uh, what else have we done? Um, uh, spaghetti carbonara. Uh, we I make homemade bacon. I like how when you said that one, yeah. you tried to use like a little accent. Tried. He tried. <laughs> it's Italian. Yeah, he yeah. tried it. Dude. He we went for it. Uh, so we do. I make homemade guanciale. Admirable. We we have that as well uh, that we use with that because it's how you're supposed Wait, to. Wait, what make was it. that? Guanciale. It's like a lamb. Uh, guanciale. You gotta wag your hand a little bit when you're saying yeah. it. Guanciale. And and you have to cut the line. Yeah. Have you ever been to Italy? 
lines mean nothing. If you ever go to Italy, you haven't been, if you see a lineup, you think you have to wait in it, don't. Just walk up to the front and start talking to the person. Whoever's they're making eye contact with at the front of the line, that's at who, who's at the front of the line. <laughs> oh, that's something I learned in Italy. <laughs> this this is my knife set. Uh, well, this is the, the set I have, but it doesn't include the rest of the knives in my kitchen. <laughs> but yeah, we we just try all sorts of stuff. We did... Uh, oh, man, it's trying to direct me to the Canadian store. Oh, I didn't even consider that as an option. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. You could definitely buy a lot of time. Yeah, you you said that. I was like, ah, I we have a different set of knives. (laughs) That's my bad. You know, in a different time, though, you would have bought your knives from a traveling salesman who came to your door. Mm. Yeah, and you know, it's lost a personal touch. You know, it has with a lot of things. Like I said, like I I know I said like Toys R Us as like children's toys and stuff, but like just in general, like shopping as a whole is so you're so removed from the process at a certain point, especially with like the way Amazon is like a magnet. Yeah. It's a magnetized block. Oh, okay. I kind of like the ones that stick down in there. Is that not a sanitary? Uh, It doesn't make too much of a difference. We have one of those as well. Um, They're too sexual. That's the problem with those ones. (laughs) Yeah. Every time you put one in, it's like an innuendo. When we when we move, I'm gonna do up the new kitchen in a way where it's like I'm gonna have space for all of the hanging pots and pans and stuff, and I'll have the knives on the wall, behind you know like the sink or not the sink probably, but on the wall in some capacity. Uh, just I'm just such space. a piece of shit. I could never spend five hundred dollars on a, pay, a <laughs> set of knives for myself, dude. One of them would immediately be somewhat rusty, and another one would be missing. It'd be like, well, all right, you're just a dickhead for this. The, the kitchen, what if you yeah, bought this, an expensive antique set of knives? Then they could already be rusty. You just say it's there patina. See, yeah. that's how I usually like to do it. I buy a ton of stuff used. That way it's already pre-beaten a little bit. So when I <laughs> yeah. continue to just womp on it, it's mm-hmm. not as bad. Like women. Yeah. But then and then like, people come over. They look at your knives. They're like, man, this guy knows how to live. Dude, like he's, that would be the people's houses you go to. If you know I, those knives. I'm gonna have to keep that one in mind for if I am to ever get a designer knife set. If mm-hmm. I am to ever go away from the time and table classic, I think I will get a used one. That way, it looks like I've been using it for a while. Because just like the guy in the gym that shows up with the new boxing gloves, dude, I don't want to show up with the new knives and stuff and look like a noob. I want to have that stuff used a little bit. Well, also, then you could be a hipster about it, right? You could be like, no, no, no. I got my knives before they were cool. You yeah. know, like you've got, oh, you've got the whatever. You know, my knives are vintage. Mine are from, vintage knives. Mine were from, mine were Anne Frank's knives. They're just, they are completely rusted out to the point where if you go to use it even once, it just shatters. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up vintage cut cutting food cutting knives what do you call that stuff food well, cutting while you do that I'll, I'll we'll wrap up here soon since we're uh running oh yeah i should go to bed soon i've yeah. me up for uh, work god was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we we wrap up here i know we've we've had a blast talking about everything but what it is you do <laughs> <laughs> i i do enjoy talking just in general but uh yeah i mean i guess i could just uh remind people i have a podcast potter zb yeah. Uh, and uh, a YouTube show called uh, Canonically Crumb, where I explore the comics and characters of our Crumb's Crummyverse. Nice. And you can also hire me to do art and stuff. You go to my website. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I 
we're uh we're in the process uh after episode two i'm gonna spoil it before episode 200 we're in the process of potentially rebranding the podcast and by rebranding we're just gonna call it like the dead jester podcast it's just easier than the dead jester productions the podcast what's that do you say the jester podcast uh the just dead jesters podcast or maybe just dead jesters Dead gesture. Okay. Yeah, I thought you said like, thought. I was like, oh, you're dropping the dead? It seems like that's kind of yeah, part no, of the no, not, not quite. <laughs> like right you're streamlining just, it. Like right some sort of tech cool. club. Yeah. Or company. Yeah. Tech just be company. Jay. Dude, yeah, it's just going to be just jest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just too long now. I'm just going to cut it down a little bit, make it a little bit more streamlined. Um, that way it can kind of be more standalone uh, as opposed to being attached to the brand, which at this point focuses primarily on working with small content creators behind the scenes. doesn't make sense. Well, and also you should win stuff by listening. I think that's a, that's a key component. That's true. That's true. If you, anyone that listens, uh, leave a comment and Klaus will send you one of his knife sets. Use <laughs> little time and table. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not getting the whole set because I've lost. I When I looked it up and I noticed it was a three, and I noticed it, it originally was a three pack, I was like, well, now it's just one for me. There was probably three, but I've lost the other two. It's just one knife, and it has been for all. It's the big one. The really big one is the only one I haven't lost. I lost a loose knife. Two little ones. You might get the pairing knife. You might get the bread knife. It's just a single knife in a single envelope in the mail. I only have two. That's not threatening at all. And we have the two. It says Ned Gesture on it. Yeah. I have my two big cutting knives for cooking. Yeah, I, I love the idea of sending loose knives through envelopes in the mail. We'll, we'll, there you go. Yeah, we'll I'm sure the postal that. service loves the that. The knifer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't hurt anybody. He just sends it to people, and they're not sure if it's a threat or not since they asked for it. But the knifer, dude, sending yeah. a single knife. It's just and it arrives. It's just stabbed in your door with a note. <laughs> it says from the Dead Jester podcast. Yeah. So if you tried to stab that thing in a door, it would shatter. It's it, that, <laughs> oh, at that point go. it would give out. There you go. That thing is not oh. the best. Well, you bring a hammer and a wedge, and you you, you make a prefab hole. And yeah. Shove it in the hole. <laughs> oh man! Bring well, a better knife to make the hole first. <laughs> uh, well. Anyway, thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for being here. I really appreciate you coming on. It was a fun time. Uh, yeah, this is fun. Thanks it, for having me. This is a great time. Thank you, Klaus, for being here. Uh, new episodes, Classic Motion, every Sunday-ish. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull one out. I'm going to pull one out this week. I'm going to pull one out this week. You said that last time you were on, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull one out this week. Dude, there's been a lot to talk about. Talk about Flavor Flav singing the national anthem. That was right up my alley. Yeah. No, we should do. We should. I should come on as a guest on your show. And we should just rehash every topic we talk about on my show that you're on. See, I would love to have guests on, but to to get this thing up and running right here, I'm yeah. I'm too retarded for it, dude. <laughs> too. Re- I tried to do one on a Zoom call one time on my old Ooh. channel, the Claws Show. Go listen yeah. to that audio. Holy mm-hmm. fuck, that was terrible. Ugh. Yeah, Zoom is a different issue. Me and Trevor, dude, the IBS kid I was talking about earlier. Mm. 
did a show together. Was that the, the topic future. of the? Was it an IBS podcast? We did. Tell, the there was a, at one point it came up when the last time you shit yourself was, and for him it had only mm-hmm. been like a day or two. So there you go. That's our future <laughs> property manager right there, Trevor, dude. <laughs> yeah. Trevor, he's real, he's a solid guy. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trevor. Howard's BMs are they solid or? <laughs> no, very liquidy. <laughs> very liquidy. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, solid guy, wet poops. Yep. That's good. Solid guy, wet poops. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle Vinner. Thank you, Klaus Vinner. Appreciate it. Go check out all of his stuff. Links are in the description. Uh, check out next week, episode number 200 with uh, insert announcement here, whatever it is we're, we're doing for episode 200. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you all next time. Peace.